Thank you for tuning in to this week's Just Ball Things. If you're catching us on the podcast, remember to give us a rating and review. And now, on with the show. Shut up and sit down. Good morning, afternoon, or evening from wherever you're listening across the world. Welcome to another episode of Just Ball Things. First episode of season four, baby. There we go. My headphones are loud. I can't hear them. (laughs) They're loading up. uh, That was the air horn. Love that. um, With me today, as always, for this brand new season, Mm -hmm. brand new start, Yes, Jack Manuel. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm done with uh, chatter, mate. We need to get started very, we, very we, quickly. We do need to get started because there is this is, this is a big podcast for you people. A few housekeeping things bum, 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 at bum. the J Man JBT. I'm not even going to waste your time with my uh, Twitter handle. Don't worry about it because <laughs> the J Man is all you need. Uh, design, sorry, <laughs> OTG Basketball. You can follow them uh, on Twitter. They've got an awesome podcast network and a news website. Uh, that'll keep you up to date this season. Nick, I've got to add in something for our our our, our, our promos because mm-hmm. our Foco, who got some fire bobbleheads. If you guys uh, want to get some coupon codes with those OTG NBA ten, you buy two, you get ten percent off. These little bobbleheads, they're fancy. I like little them. bobbleheads. I like them. Very nice. I'm a big fan of them. I want to get one. I, I like the uh, the little giveaways that they do with the NBA games, where they give away like a yeah. Sadoransky bobblehead. Bobblehead. I'm like, good on you. Yeah. <laughs> Karis LeVert. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, like a Ky- he, he, there Kyrie was, bobblehead. There was like zero. He got zero points in his bobblehead night, which was oh, no. not the best time. <laughs> he was coming back from injury, okay? Leave him alone. Oh. Uh, Facebook.com slash things. Give us a like and a follow there. And as always, jbtpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can email us to get in contact with us. All right, the BMS, the Music Manuel scale. It's Let's not, get it's it not even here. There's no BMS, mate. I what, mean, I what, mean, it sort of, it sort of is. I mean, you've put it under BMS. Well, what did you want me to put it on? Beal's extension wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just let's just get smack into this one. Obviously, I alluded to it just two seconds ago. You did uh, Bradley Beal got extended by the Washington money. Wizards? You got money for some cash money. Yep. Uh, let's play this one as well because he is in the money. He is in the and money, and he could be even in more money. If he, because if if he obviously his extension uh, by the end of it he'll be at ten years of service, mm. and then the extension beyond that is I believe like five years, two hundred sixty-six million dollars, which would make him the richest NBA player in the history of this wonderful, wonderful game. <laughs> Imagine that, Bradley Beal. Yes, please, real deal, Beal, getting the money. The only, I mean, we can we can talk about this one. No, no real defined to- talking point here, other than the extension itself. Uh, was it good? Was it bad for the Wizards? I'm going to answer this. I'm asking myself Do this it. question. I'm not talking at all. Um, the Wizards now have 80 million... I think it's 79 million, but we'll round up. What's a million between friends? Uh, 80 like million dollars tied up between John Wall and Bradley Beal. Um, which I, I, I can sum up this extension with my initial reaction, which was depression. Why? You, you get your favorite players on your team. You have relevance. I know. I know, but it doesn't matter because we don't have relevance, Jack. We're not going to be good. We've got one good player and we're going to be floating in this abyss of low-end uh, Eastern Conference basketball. Yeah. And it's just... That's not a good place to be. But I think the extension doesn't take away his tradeability. I think it takes away his tradeability in the short term because 
within the rules. You cannot trade this player within six months of the extension. So next summer, Bradley Beal, I think he's going to be a more uh, attractive asset because teams don't want to trade for him because he has it's cost a, control. It's a lot of money, though. That's no, no, no like, but it's, like it's, he's it's... worth it. Like The Lakers will want him... All the other teams are going to want him. Is still. he worth more than the max though? Because that's what he's getting. He's getting more than a, a normal max. Yeah, but like, like he's he's the second best. Like if he's the second best player on your team, this is what you pay the second best player on your team, and he's worth yeah, that. I I I think it. I heard someone say this on on a podcast I was listening to, to today, and I'll throw this at you. Outside of Paul George, is Bradley Beal the best prototypical number two player on a possible championship team? In my eyes, I think he's one of the three best. It could be off the top of my head. Paul George obviously fits perfectly because he can create his own shot. He is mm. perfect two-way ability. But Bradley Beal, like, you know, we spoke about a couple episodes ago in terms of his passing. He's not going to get eight or nine assists like Scott Brooks thinks. But he's improved as a passer. And then, like, he can run the floor. You know, he could be a point, a faux point guard if you know, your legitimate starting point, by, point guard does go down. So, I mean, I get why you're down on, on this because I don't think there's anything too... It's just, a lot of, it's just a lot of money. Like, sort of stranglehold. We've got a stranglehold on our salary cap at the moment between those two players. And obviously, it's more so John Wall and the fact that he's not playing is even worse. But if uh, I'm, I'm just more afraid of the tradeability for Beal. He is obviously a great player, Trust but then me, who's he's, going? He's... Is someone going to splash out the yes. money? Then, then sure, then, then that's fine. If this ends in a Beal trade, then that's good. I love Bradley Beal. I love Bradley Beal. Yeah. You can't be a Wizards fan and not love Bradley Beal. It's impossible. He's, he's the only shining light in this organization. <laughs> but. I wanted that news to be we have traded Bradley Beal and we get a pretty a, a pretty damn good package back. Yeah, and, and I that's think, what I wanted. No, yeah, and, and I think that I don't think anything is going to change in that respect. I think you might just have to wait a couple extra months for mm. it than you probably would have originally expected. I don't know. Maybe this puts more teams into the market because they want that cost control with him. We'll have to wait and see. But we had to kick it off with Wizards Boys. We didn't play the music. You want to play it now? Just play it now because I want to hear the music. Do it. The Washington Wizards make a noise. I drank some bleach all the way down to the blue. And now I'm starting to feel like Harry Potter's. Just wanted to hear it. It's a it's a jam, mate. New season, old. You know, something something stay the same. Classics, mate. Classic. The classics. That's right. Uh, yeah, so that's we figured we'd get that get that out of the way. Get it off my get it off my chest. Yes. Some yeah. wizards, some wizards chat. Literally wizards woes. There is a contract extension for Nick's favorite player, and he finds a way to be depressed about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's more. There's more wizards depression to come up in oh, this show. Oh, of course, show. there is going to be plenty, uh, and I'm looking forward to this season review, and we're going to season preview. But Nick, we've got to preview and review some of our picks from last year. <laughs> this certainly should have been done last season, at the end of last season, but oh, we'll do matter. it now. No, it we'll do it now. This is going to be a bumper matter. episode. Like This is going to be a Bill Simmons-style podcast. It's going to be two oh, hours long. God, I'm just looking at the first one. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> so we we did our like Rookie of the Year picks, our so, Rookie So this is, this is entering last season. Yes, so 2018 uh, So the 2018-19 season, we obviously did our preseason pro- uh, preview as yep, well. Yep. So now we are going to revisit... See who was more right those uh those predictions so mate let's just get this ball rolling. first <laughs> one so we had the rolling. uh rookie of the year uh nick had uh kevin knox he was um <laughs> you freaking idiot yeah he's an idiot <laughs> whereas i had the the standard pick i had luka Doncic. i mean hindsight stick to hindsight's hindsight is like 80 80 for you <laughs> it's ridiculous how I, wrong you, you know what I, you know who You're i believe Lee Ellis? i am blaming Lee Ellis. <laughs> he and the preseason he had a tremendous 
the, allude to this really a little good, bit yeah. further, but there there is a rookie of the year in our current um, predictions that has had a tremendous offseason. The and only reason I'm picking him yeah. is because he's had a tremendous uh, preseason. Yes, yes. And I might be falling into the Kevin Knox trap again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Kevin Knox uh, was far from rookie of the year. Exactly. Last year. Definitely uh, he not. Had some, he, had some, he had some standout games. Yeah. Two. And I made sure that Jack knew about those standards. They were like, like, look, he, look, it's Kevin He made Nuss. sure that I gave that, th- that guy three votes in Rookie Watch, <laughs> in even Rookie though Watch, like, yeah. Luka Doncic had a different vote. But we won't do the our JB team, but we'll go, we'll get to the guys who we thought would make the all-star jump for the first time. Nick mm. said Simmons. He was right. Yep. I said Simmons, Jokic, and Tatum. So I was two out of three. Two out of three. That's pretty good. Not I mean, I, mine's all. 100%, but that's, uh, that is what it is. Yeah, but you got 0%. <laughs> but you should get negative. I think Simmons was a... Was quite obvious coming into that season. Yeah, I though. think he was. I think he was, and and he had a tremendous season. He, you know, he shot one three. I uh, shot a couple threes, but whatever. Um, Some people that were like flirting around the edge: Jalen Brown, Chris Middleton. Yep. Chris Middleton did make it. Yeah, he did make the All Star team. He did. Yeah, he did. CJ McCollum. Those sort of blokes. Unfortunately, did not. And we will be. This will be another topic that we will be revisiting, as will be Coach of the Year. I had Mike Budenholzer. Who got it, Nicky boy? <sighs> yes, hundred percent on that one, big boy. Quinn Snyder. He's my pick for this. Oh. Spoiler! Oh, spoiler! Spoiler! <laughs> um, I had predicted the Jazz to have a big season last year, and then they did. They ended the season. They well. had I think an, they started, a medium season. Yeah, they started pretty poorly. Donovan yeah. Mitchell was not nearly as potent no. as I thought he would be. The second second year Blues, I think. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. Bit and the same with Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell. So my pick of Quinn, but there was logic there. There was. There's no. This isn't a there Kevin Knox no, pick. Was, this there is no. definitely. There is definitely logic Sometimes behind. Sometimes Nick does use some logic, ladies and gentlemen. But there isn't much logic in your six man of the year pick. Uh, Who'd you have? You know who I believed. Who'd you have? Terry Rozier, <laughs> because I believed Terry Rozier when he spoke. He, he said all the right things. He did. Oh god, I'm scared for my defensive player of the year. <laughs> now I'm I'm getting flashbacks sucked of last in, year. Sucked in, baby, sucked in. Man, I'm very bad at this. I mean, I had JJ Redick. I, I, I and he. I like going the crazy picks. Though. I like going yeah. like the, the outlandish picks. Of course I, you do. Yeah, you would much rather be like wildly wrong <laughs> than like cool. You're right, but with if it's guns. right, oh boy, I, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It almost. I mean, there was logic to this one. Terry Rozier, obviously. Um, in terms lost- of the fit. I completely, like, your pick makes more sense than mine because as a point guard off the bench, guy who can get buckets, guy who proved it in the playoffs the well, year that, before. That's what I mean. Like, the year before, he had an yeah. amazing thing and then just an just a crazy slump in productivity. Kyrie Didn't nearly yeah. get the production that, I mean, that, oh, I just would have thought that the introduction of Kyrie, obviously, uh, we didn't sort of see this it going as bad as it did for Boston. Not many did. Um... But then he was saying that he's going to embrace the six-man role. Brad Stevens was even saying that he's, he plans to keep Terry Rogier as a key member of this team. Yeah. They were saying all the right things. And I'm like, you know what? I believe. Yep. And they just let me down. Yep. Your belief was, it was like, yeah, it was just thrown in your face, mate. Uh, we yeah. both have uh, Brandon Ingram as most improved player. Uh, he, Pas- he, could be a, he could be a pick for this year. Pascal was, uh, yeah, that was. It was Pascal and D'Angelo, and and Karis Levert probably would have been there. But who saw well. who saw Pascal doing what he did? I don't think many it. people like, did. Yeah, no. that was a out of nowhere. That was crazy. Defensive Player of the Year, Nicholas. Give us another one. What is go? Just go. Dwight Howard. Yeah, baby. Dwight Howard. Lost, but when he moved to the Wizards again, he was saying the right. What did things. you have in your brackets in that doc? Watch it happen, baby. Watch <laughs> it happen. <laughs> idiot. He's looking. He's looking trim. He looks okay. For but the I'm Lakers. not falling into that trap. He's again. not going to be defensive I'm player not of the year. Falling into that trap again. He's not even going to be good. 
You don't I don't even think he'll be good. Okay, I think he'll be average. I'm just, I'm not falling into the Dwight Howard trap again. I think he'll be a serviceable backup center. So I had Draymond Green. You Draymond Green, that because makes sense. He was, um, he, I mean... The, he wanted it. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted it. And, like, he's still probably one of the best defenders ever. Yeah. We both got MVP, right? Yes, High five. Woo! Yay. Hopefully you heard that nice little clap. Um, we had... I had Boston. Although I changed my pick halfway through. I was I was on the Harden. I was all... all Pretty much all season, I was saying yeah. Harden should get it. Harden yeah. should get it. Yeah. Doesn't matter because no. we're only looking at the preseason uh, <laughs> picks. Uh, and for our Eastern Conference Finals, um, we had boss. Both of us had Boston. I had them versus Toronto. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Boston didn't make it. It was um, it was the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks v Toronto. Uh, so I had and I had Boston taking it out. But I had Toronto at least. So I had one of the teams. You had Boston. I had Philly. Boston Philly. Obviously, yeah. we both uh, we both sort what of. What did you have Boston. in brackets there as well? Washington to finish <laughs> second or third. <laughs> <laughs> You're dumb. Like I said. You're a dumb man. I'm going in a very different approach this year for the Wizards. Uh, it's a bit safer. Yes, it's, it's, it's a lot safer. <laughs> I mean, Our ceiling could... I'm not even going to go your into ceiling, this because it's just I would so hit, dumb right I would now. hit my head on your ceiling. It's that short. And I'm like kind of tall, I guess. Maybe you hit your head on your ceiling. Um, and obviously in the Western Conference, we both had Houston Golden State with Golden State yes. going through. Um, and Golden State made it. But, Houston, but championship prediction was... Golden State. Oh, I mean everyone. I mean everyone. Every single person. Who could have envisioned Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, all these injuries? Uh, That's true. That's so true. So our prediction, someone on points. I was obviously more on point. You were as more on point, which is not surprising. You are the not. brains of this organization. Yeah, so, uh, and you're the beauty. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you're a, you're a handsome man. I am the... Brawn. Yes. You're just a, a big dude. <laughs> you, you press the buttons. Damn you right. I, I'm on. a producer. I'm the JD. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're behind the scenes and we love it, mate. We love right. it. So... Okay. Uh, we'll get stuck into this year's ones, and of course, we'll start off with the Rookie of the Year, and Zion is the only pick. I think but Zion is the only pick. you worried pick, at all with his injury now. Does, um, does this sway I mean, you towards some of your Smokies? People were, people were saying this um, coming out of college. Obviously, the intensity of the NBA is a lot higher, Uh Given his frame yeah. and his just sheer size, it was there was always going to be question marks around... Uh, can he stay healthy? Because you see a lot of injuries in these big guys. Yeah, the um, knees. All about the knees. There's a lot of pressure on those knees. Oh boy, you, if you're, when Zion you're as staunch as uh, Zion Williamson. Yeah. Uh, starting to starting to peak through now. Yeah. Uh, people were saying he's going to have to trim some weight before he gets into the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still time for him. Uh, I think this will be only a minor hiccup of what will be an extremely successful season for Zion Williamson. Hopefully it is. Hopefully it is. Um, I'm. I mean. Someone popped in the OTD group chat, I think it was Corey, and he sort of said that, you know, on NBA Reddit, on Pelicans Reddit, that someone thought it was a meniscus injury. Obviously, it's not. Mm. Uh, Alvin Gentry said he's not dead, he's alive, everyone. It's just... Yeah, a, it's, uh, <laughs> people people losing their minds. Of course. And it's it's going to happen. This it guy's puts, in the, been in the spotlight for the past three years, yeah, and now he's in the, he's, now he's in the he's NBA. He's one of the most popular National, guys on yeah. social media, and they've got the opening night, and it does put a little bit of a damper mm. on opening night as well. Sure. Um, this year, guys, we're doing Smokies for all of our picks. So guys that are like outside the radar, outside of, you know, the Zions and you know the so this is this is good because this is where you can be I can Atlantic. be I can be my crazy is this why you self. were so like um so motivated and so like you know receptive to me going oh let's do smokies for them you're like yes yes <laughs> so that way I can do a normal pick <laughs> and actually be right for once and then just maybe. Be, maybe and then not. Uh, I mean I've, I've I've sort of because I you did your picks first yes. and then I've gone through and did I, mean, I didn't want to be the same as you so I was like oh yeah this guy could win yeah. and they're a little bit outlandish but w- whatever yeah. no one's keeping track yeah I mean we're keeping track we are because we, we have we're, documents we're visiting, of yeah. this <laughs> we're, we're visiting last year's physical podcast, documents yeah. of it um, 
yeah, my my Smokies, which aren't really Smokies, RJ, um, Jamarant. Yeah. Like Jamarant's not a smoke. I mean, RJ can uh, be to an extent. Yeah. I think he, yeah, look, you alluded to it before, and I agree. Um, he's going to get a lot of minutes in New York. Oh yeah, he's going to get a he lot of minutes in New York. Um, and I think he's just he's a guy who would thrive in the New York spotlight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think. Yeah. And they, they're just going to be receptive to him. They're going to love and, him. And it's funny, I remember looking, and I remember 12 months ago before last year's draft, and you know there, were talk, there was talk of RJ was the number one prospect heading mm. heading out of high school, heading into college. Mm. Um, so it, there is every reason that he could win it. Uh, you've got one of my smokers as well, Tyler Hero, who has just been flames. And this is... Th- flames! I, I Yeah, this is what, what I mentioned before. This is the guy who is... This this pick is sheerly on preseason production. Yeah, I mean, I mean some other people. Carson Edwards in there say, as well. Yep. Like, yeah, like Matisse Thybul <laughs> for those deep. For, I mean, for NBA, if NBA Twitter didn't hear me say Matisse Thybul, then they would probably be a bit remiss. But he might be one of the. He's he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year. That's why Smokey. <laughs> he's been insane as a defender. He's like averaging like four blocks and like eight steals or something per thirty six minutes. Not that high. Preseason though. is great because you get these sort of stats. Yeah, lines. for sure. You just, like, who was it that put up 40 points? He's been in the league for like eight seasons. He got... I don't know. He, um, um, Terrence Mann, was it? What was it? He didn't get drafted. He was he went undrafted. And was it for the Raptors or was it for the Clippers? It was for Miami. Okay, well, I'm not 100% sure. I think it was for Miami. I can't... For the life of me, I'm sorry if you're listening to this podcast, which you wouldn't be. No, um, they are, right. That's the <laughs> point of... Yeah. But I, I, I recall saying he went undrafted and he dropped 40 points yeah, yeah. in a preseason game. I was like... God yeah, damn. It's, yeah, it's like Derek Rhodes with his 50-point game last year. It just shows that you just need that opportunity. Mm. But yeah, obviously Tyra Hero has been flames in, in Miami. I mean, he's he, everyone's probably going to be skyrocketing up here. But I think it's unanimous that Zion is going to win this award. It's, he was a dollar, dollar seventy yeah. for a, an award that is still... 82 games away. Yeah, like, <laughs> which is insanity. Yeah. That is just... I think Richmond more better odds for the grand final. Yeah, f- and they were in the grand final. And they were right, literally yeah. made it, like, it's one... Uh, crazy, crazy <laughs> stuff. Um, but, yep, yeah, and f- for the record, um, I did put out some polls on the OTG uh, Twitter thread, and they were pretty unanimous as well with their thoughts on Rookie of the Year. 76% went with Zion, 13% went with Jarmoran, 10% went with other, and only 1% with, went with one of your Smokies, yeah, RJ. RJ Barrett, 1%. Maybe I they mean, just knew that like you were going to pick a, a New York guy like you did with Kevin Knox, and they're like, oh, God, I know Nick's going to pick some New well, York kid. I think a New York pick is generally a good pick because they're in the spotlight more. Yeah, but yeah, But you sure. need to be productive, which is what Kevin Knox was not. He certainly wasn't. And he was <laughs> wholly inefficient at the same time uh, as well. But Nick, you're in the wrong document, mate. There, we, am, go. there we go. That's the right one. They uh, were both called episode one. Yes. I was very confused. Yes, but season four, episode one now. That's it. Uh, dumb prediction that could happen, my friends. Um, we've got a couple this is, here. This is, this we'll is talk through one. them. This is a fun one. Yes. Am I going first? You can go first. Sure, I'll go first. Uh, so I've got Kevin Durant makes a return this season. Now, I literally... Hours ago, uh, on the Brooklyn Buzz, spoke with uh, Nick Faye. Um, probably a Nick that I like a little bit more than Nick Music. <gasps> Shock. Shock horror. Shock. Um, even though you did give me a shout-out, and our podcast a shout-out, <laughs> while you were drubbing <laughs> for Iris. <laughs> I, had a, I, had a, I had a gig on uh, Thursday, so I'm part of a band called Iris. Check yep. us out on Spotify. I've, uh, uh, I've Apple helped Music. write some of the drums for those That's songs. right, that's right. Some of those ones. Um, yeah, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play Music, YouTube Music, <laughs> all of those uh, platforms. <laughs> uh, but I gave a shout-out to the podcast 
uh, during the gig. Did I actually say the name of the podcast? Subscribe to it. <laughs> yeah, it's like I also host an NBA podcast. Yeah, you just said an NBA podcast. So it's just like, all right, I'm going to just... But you know what? I had two people come up to me after the gig being like, what's your podcast name, hey! man? So I got, new, I got two new listeners. Yes! Shout out. Yes! <laughs> Season four, baby, we're, 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 we're popping off. And they're probably listening to this episode right now. So hopefully you made it to the 20th minute mark. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, to listen to your shout out. Well done to you. <laughs> um, so yeah, for me, Kevin Durant makes a return this season. I spoke about this with Nick. I, I honestly don't believe it will happen. Like, n- we spoke about well, it on you our- you said dumb prediction. This would be like- It'll be shocking. It would be a dumb move. Yeah. For uh, him to come back. You're- See, this isn't your season, Jack. No, okay. Next season Chill. is your season. Chilling. Let, let me speak through my dumb prediction, you <laughs> dumb person. Sure. Um, we're going to get mean in this podcast, I have a feeling. <laughs> so Nick Nick Faye thinks it's going to happen. Um, he's obviously, in generally speaking, the more positive one when it comes to predictions and that sort of thing. Whereas I don't think it'll happen because, you know, I'm the pessimist and, you know, the the lack of optimism is, is evident in my general takes and such. And he thinks it's going to happen because, you know, we spoke about this on the Brooklyn Buzz, subscribe to that, and this on iTunes and all the other podcast platforms, that due to the nature of the Achilles injury, and the, we spoke about this, I believe, as well on JBT, um, I saw it from the Brooklyn Buzz, the nature of the Achilles injury is that the fact that the, what Achilles it is, is that he's not exploding off the, I don't know if it was the left or the right, um, correct me. The left, yeah, left so Achilles. Because you explode off the right Achilles if you're a right-hander, so you're, when you're driving, you're exploding off that Achilles and you need a lot of strength in that one, then you're, a lot of other players take longer to recover. Kobe Bryant, Rudy Gay, um, DeMarcus Cousins. Whereas Kevin Durant has done his opposite one. So there is less pressure on that Achilles when you come back. So there is a, a higher likelihood for him to come back and fitter and better than ever. I don't think it will happen. If he does, it, it could change the trajectory of the Eastern Conference because Nick was sort of saying he could see that the Nets, if, if this were to happen in late March, early April, we get a couple of games of Kevin Durant, even if he's at 80% and, and peaking in the playoffs, we could make the Eastern Conference Finals because like, he is a game changer. No. It's a dumb prediction, no, Nick. I mean, just don't risk him, man. And Achilles is such a bad injury to mess with. Uh, just but, uh, this leave is... him. You've got nothing to gain for bringing him in the season. I, I Look, I'm not... Let dis- him rest the whole season, let him ease into preseason, and then progressively work, and then bang. Look, you're I don't, into I don't, the next season. I don't disagree with the premise of what you're saying, Nick, but if a person is healthy... And a person is a hundred percent fit within the guise of the medical staff and within the guise of his own frame. You need of to mind. be a hundred and ten percent. One hundred and ten percent. That is impossible. That is impossible. hundred percent is the most that one person can give. Um, go to one of your dumb takes, my friend. <laughs> um, there's been there's been many. Yes. Um, so I've got the Wizards will finish fourteenth. That's an accurate prediction. No, because we will finish fifteenth. <laughs> uh, do you think? Wait. Okay. Do you honestly think that? You will no. be worse than the Hornets, or do you think it'll no, be better? No, no, no. We we re-signed we re-signed Bradley Bill. So that makes you fourteen. So yeah, <laughs> which is a dub. But I just wanted to throw that in because we're going to be bad this season. Yeah, you will. That be. is that is point one on the Wizards uh, <laughs> on the pessimistic Wizards scale. That's why Wizards boys um, came from, baby. All right, uh, but this one I, I want to get to my less spicy one first. Go, I've get, got a super spicy one. So if we're going on the less spicy is it, a, is it spicy the lemon herb? Is it mild? What what are we going? Ooh, for? This this one's I reckon this one's a between a mild and a hot on the Ooh. Nando scale. So it's it's pretty good. Would that be your perfect um, sauce for you in terms of the chicken? No, nah, I reckon between do- hot and extra hot. 
you, you're a big so hot I, man. I'm, I'm hot. You like Chaz? Yeah. yeah. I'm hot, but I like a little, just a little bit more than, than hot. <laughs> you you need to go on like the spicy ones. Um, you've seen on the YouTube channel where they do they eat hot wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We need we need to do some sort of food thing with Nick this season. Just start shitting water. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, the, my hot take. Yes. Not my. This is my hot take. Yes. Go uh, for it. Carl Anthony Towns yes. could get traded. Okay, so we've spoken about this on the pod before, um, and you were pretty receptive to it as well. Why? What makes you think this? I think that the I think he, have a chance to make the playoffs. I think he requests. Uh, I think he requests a Davis trade. style. The the change to flip was a was a good one. Yeah. Uh, sorry, flip's son Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. 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 Yep. Thank you. Um, the change there was a good change from the front office perspective, but I think the Timberwolves dig themselves a greater hole uh, this season. They like- start very poorly, Okay, uh, is my prediction. Yep. And Carl Anthony Towns is just like, you know what? I'm wasting my career and requests a trade and will get traded mid-season. See, interesting. I, I think I don't. I think he's the logical next guy up in that conversation now that Bradley Beal has been extended. And I also, I'm I'm kind of oddly high on the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's like how you're always oddly low on the Denver <laughs> on Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets yeah, um, we'll get to that shortly. <laughs> and I mean, I'm gonna I'll give you my cat take, but I, I, just a general discussion about the Minnesota Timberwolves. I've liked their offseason. I like Jordan Bell. I know Vonley. I like Jake Lehman. I like the pieces that they've added. And then you know Shabazz Napier and you know yeah, Trevon Graham. Look at the names that you're naming, and then you put them next to Carl Anthony Towns. I think they that, fit well. Yeah. It's not about it's not about the fit. It's about the quality of player that you're getting. Yeah, I mean, I, have these, to, I mean, I get it. Like, I, that's not even good enough to make the playoffs. No, of course it's not. It might be in the East though. Like, oh, the, and, and I mean, oh, it's yeah, it's a more general conversation. And but you know, and for talking like the more most important players to cat, like you know, it's Andrew Wiggins, and we, we we've obviously been low on Andrew Wiggins. He thinks he's a top up 100 player. Mate, you're not. Sorry. Yep. Um, we didn't. Coy and I didn't even have a discussion when we were talking about our top 50. Uh, that's. That's going to be dropping very soon. We're up to, the, I think, our top five, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. And in general, you know, and then Jeff T as a point guard. I like Jared Culver. Uh, I'm just I'm just sneaky high on Cat. And that's why my dumb prediction is that he could become the best center in the league by the end of the season. Which is... It can't both happen? That he's the best center and he gets traded? Yeah. Why not? I mean... Like, he could realize that he's playing for... He is already the most offensively gifted... In terms of okay, so we know Nikola Nikola Jokic is the best passing big man of all time, but Cat as like a scorer, like there is not a better three point shooter shooting big man, maybe ever, like outside of Dirk. But as a center, a pure center, he is phenomenal. That's he, good. I that's think good. that's good call. Yep. His numbers in the the latter end of the season, he was averaging like twenty six ten on like thirty nine percent from three. He sort and of like, pi- he sort of pioneered this nimble sort of stretch center. He's insane. Like Which, he like is, when he entered the league, it was it was him taking threes. You're like, what the hell? And then Mark Soul, you see Brook Lopez, like you get these nimble centers, these yeah. unicorns. Yeah, and I think that he made some minor improvements as a defender. I think that if he were, if, that's where it, it, it needs to happen for me. If he becomes the best in the league, he's going to be like Nikola Jokic. I think took some steps, and I think that if if Cat Cat has more athletic. Uh, prowess than, than Jokic does, which is obvious. But if he can become a better defender, I think he can become the best center. I think it might sound outlandish, but again, dumb prediction that could happen. If he does get traded, we saw in Slam Magazine him hanging out with his two best friends at Denver Booker and D'Angelo Russell. 
Maybe Phoenix. Who knows? I mean, I'm not 100% sure what could happen. But yeah. they said they want to make it happen. And those two, and they, there were plenty of dumb takes because it's like all three of those guys don't win, but they know how to put up numbers. So it's like, man, this is going to be like the hottest 30-win team of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, yeah, like the, the, cat, the cat take, I just think he'll... Yeah, he'll, he'll just be a little bit disgruntled with how poorly the Timberwolves have started again. Like, there's, so many, there's only so many seasons he can hack it. Yep. And I think he requests a trade. Yep, we'll certainly Seems see that. Seems to be the trend of, yep. the, pl- of the modern player. Yep, be yep. Requesting Anthony trades. Davis, next one is the, the next big man in Minnesota. Nick, Trey Young will make the all-star team is my next dumb take. Is dumb? Uh, I don't think it's that dumb. No, it's not that dumb. It's it's more will Atlanta be good enough. good enough to warrant having an all star? So I think we spoke about Zion and Luca, and we got a bit of traction on that on, on Twitter and such, and discussion, did some polls and stuff. I think that it's it's almost as likely because in the East it's a weak class, it's an easier all star team to sort of make, and I think Trey Young has the pizzazz and popularity. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on House of Highlights. He's in Atlanta. He's alongside Vince. Quavo's going to be dapping him he's up. Got, <laughs> he's got a very likable skill set. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, he is in, have you, he's like an insane passer. Like, mm. his best skill is his passing. Like, that's not, that's not a dumb take because people that watched him last season would say the same thing. And he makes his teammates better. But I agree. If the Atlanta Hawks are challenging maybe like a Chicago Bulls for an eighth seed then I think that it's almost a given that he'll make it because uh, John Collins could. I mean, John Collins is an outstanding talent. I've seen both of them play live and they're both tremendous. Um, but yeah, I think Trey Young, because he is the fulcrum of that team, he's the franchise budding star. I think that it's not a dumb-ish, it's a dumb-ish prediction, but it's not the stupidest. Mm. But you've got something that uh, a lot of people would consider horrifically stupid. Now, Nicholas. this is the extra spicy take. This yes, is this is like, hot. they need a new sauce at Nando's. <laughs> they need like three extra sauces and then another spicy sauce on top of that sauce to combine with your other hot sauces to create an amalgamation of hotness. Uh, that is this take from Nicholas Busing. Amalgamation, that's a good word. Good word, yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to have a good word tracker. <laughs> Just write on your tape. Yeah. <laughs> I've got enough on there. Yeah. Um, LA Lakers, mate. Yeah. Won't make the playoffs. I, that they won't make the playoffs. They, I I think it does. It won't take much to derail a Lakers season. This is the right. this is the reason I'm saying this take. I don't. I think it'll take a an injury. So it's to, only one injury for you. Just one injury to either uh, Davis Anthony or Davis or LeBron James. Or Jared I think Dudley. that. <laughs> or Jared Dudley. Uh, I think that will severely derail this team. Um, given that we don't know... We don't really know how this team will play come the regular season. Yeah, it's a lot 20, of teams. 20 games, 20 games in, how will they fit? How will they click? And currently, from, from what we've seen last season, they didn't exactly gel too well. I wouldn't say that... They were the most cohesive team, the team that were having the most fun out there. They're, they're not going to be, uh, they're not going to be to the same level as the Clippers, for okay. example, uh, who stuff. seem to have, who seem to just have their shit worked out. Yeah, is what I mean. So like, and like they've got quality stemming from the top down. Yeah. at the Clippers, I don't see that at the Lakers. That can, that can mean. Uh, very bad things, you know, the whole awkwardness between Kidd and Vogel yeah. uh, can present itself in the locker room and then it may just take one of those guys to be out for the season 
which could happen. To exactly, That's not, what not like, even what, out for the season for like thirty games or something. We're we're talking about a guy who's literally had every single part of his body injured. Yeah, e- even if it's minor. minor or not. Yeah. This guy gets injured. He got his thumb sprained the other day. We were talking about it. He and was then fine. LeBron coming back and getting another year older, Age coming 25. back from uh, his worst injury season. Yep. Um, you know, it's not like he's in peak physical. Like, I mean, he is, he's not he, twenty eight anymore. He's not twenty. Yeah, that's he's right. He's not in Miami. He's not the LeBron we know and love. He's but still. That class a, was uh, he's still. A, <laughs> he's still a beast athletically, of course. But the ravages of time, mate. Uh, they they Wait hit us no all. One. Wait for no one. That's right. Uh, so I, I don't like. I don't think it'll happen, and we'll get to my um, sort of predictions later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it'll take much to derail this Lakers team, and That's it could result call. in not making the, pl- there is, the playoffs. There is the some, West is stacked. It is. It is incredibly, and there is some validity to it. I disagree on the premise because we saw last season with just LeBron on their team, the Lakers were a top four team, and you, if you have two stars on your team. Then you have Anthony Davis that can sort of lead the charge, or if Anthony Davis is out, you've got LeBron that can lead the charge. But I get it because maybe the the players around them, in terms of the young talent they had last season, is more capable than guys like KCP and Avery Bradley and Danny Green. Um, we'll have to wait and see how it all plays out. But it's not the dumbest take I've ever. It's pretty dumb. I but, mean, it's not great. No, <laughs> but that's why I left it as my super spicy take. Love it, love it, my friend. Uh, we'll move on to the next topic, and it's the breakout players. So I've gone with Toy and Prince and the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Reason why? Because he's going to be given the opportunity. He's going to be starting at the four position. He's lights out from three. Um, we're going to be doing a player breakdown of him for the preview series on Brooklyn Buzz. So if you want to hear more of my takes on Toy and Prince, make sure you listen to that one. Um, he's going to get all the opportunity in the world, which will lead to a breakout season. And he's going to get some money in the offseason as a restricted free agent. Some uh, cash dollar. Uh, I just love using that one. It's, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's, it's a staple. It's basic, yeah, that's right. Staple. Um, I'm going Ben Simmons. This isn't really a uh, hot we take We spoke about this we, when we said he's going to... I think literally the topic was he's going to surprise some people. Yeah. So uh, it, it's... I don't think it's going to be crazy to even... I don't have him as my pick, but... I can see a, a realm. There yep. is a, a there is a universe out there, a parallel universe There's out plenty there. Plenty of them, Nicholas. Um, All about it. Where Ben Simmons wins a most improved player. Oh, because I thought you were going to say MVP. He's like uh, no. There's people that had like in the odds for sportsmedical really? He was up there. Like he, I think he had better odds than Kyrie Irving. Ooh, that's 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 a bit too spicy that's, for my liking. That is too spicy for my liking. That I mean, pretty spicy. That's very spicy. Um, but uh, yeah, I I think that his breakout is going to be his production on offense. We're going to see a lot more, efficient. even just mid, mid. It doesn't even have to extend out to the three. I just wanted to see him take jumpers confidently. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and make them like because no one's stopping a Ben Simmons turnaround. Jay, no, like he's six foot ten. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like no one is stopping that, and. I've seen a little bit in the um, in the workout vids. Yeah, he obviously hit that three against Guangzhou yeah, Tigers or yep. whatever it was. Yeah, whatever it was. Like, did, but did you see the fadeaway? I think it was against the same team. It, yeah, that's that's yeah. what I mean. Like that those little fluid. those little shots. Yeah, they're looking good. I think people are going to pay particular because obviously this has been a talking point for Ben Simmons for two seasons now. Yeah, people are going to be scrutinizing his shot, and if they're landing, it'll obviously get a lot more media time. People will be like, "Oh man, he has improved dr- drastically," and I don't think that it's out of the realm of possibility that he wins Most Improved. Yeah. So breakouts, breakout season. Yeah. 
Ben Simmons, mate. Yep. Show us that shot. Yep. Very excited to see Benny Boy uh, shut his stuff next season. Uh, players to make the first all-star team. We were on the money with this one last year. I wonder if we will be this year. I have Donovan Mitchell out west. And then I couldn't really pick between Siakam and Tatum because neither of them have made it yet. But I think Siakam... Uh, I, the, I would put Siakam over Tatum, I, I think. I probably would as well because he is the number one guy, the clear yeah. number one guy. Yeah. Got that contract extension as well. Um, it, and it, if it, Toronto are going to be third, I mean, I mean that's a spoiler, but like if uh, if Toronto are going to be as good as you think they are... Yes, it'll then, be because um, of Pascal. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, and you've picked a guy we spoke about last week. Uh, Luca, same sort of reason. He is, he is going to be number one on the Dallas team. Yeah. I think... It's not going. I I think people are going to look a, a little bit more kindly on the West because it is so stacked. You might have ten teams that are have legitimate all stars on oh, them, yeah, so for they sure. they will spread out the all stars. It's not going to be like oh well, Denver are number one, so they deserve two all stars. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then you know three games back might be tenth. Yeah. Or or if it's that close, no, I think this... it, I think it might be close between the 4th and the 10th seed. Yeah, like, CJ McCollum hasn't made an all-star team that's yet. That's right. Like I'm 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 putting my money on Luke. He's got the international vote. Yeah. Uh he obviously won rookie of the year last year. He's got the gravitas. Yep. And I think it, I think a similar thing is going to happen with Ben Simmons. Yeah. Ben Simmons uh won rookie of the year and then went straight into all-star. Yeah. But didn't get into his first all-star game because he was a rookie. Yeah. And, I think and this because is Goran Dragic for some stupid reason did. I think this is going to be a similar a similar story with yep, uh, Luca. So here's my uh, here's my topic. We got some smokies, mate. Yes, and um, we'll get to uh, an article. By the way, Matt Esposito went through it pretty perfectly on OGGBasketball.com um, in terms of who he thinks will make it as well. Went through it very logically. Uh, I also put out a tweet for OGG Basketball and listening for some responses. We'll get to some of those in a second, but we will give our smokies first. Uh, my smokies, Nick, if you click on the doc, sorry, I can remember. <laughs> I had Zion because of the fan vote, and I spoke about it last week. I don't need to really reiterate. Check on my Facebook and Twitter and everything for all that. And then I had uh, Zach Attack, Zach Levine. Zach Levine is a good one. Because I think that the Chicago Bulls will be in the mix in the East, and he has had a sensational preseason uh, he is a highlight machine as well. He knows how to shoot the ball. Uh, I'm a Zach Attack fan. I, I like the Zach pick because I've got him for a future award. Spoiler alert. There you go. Um, so we are... Uh, so I do like that one as a, as a Smokey. Um, but I... Mate, what are you, what are you doing? That what, one. What, oh, that one. Click on the tweet, you bum. <laughs> uh, but I am going... Um, I'm going Laurie Markman. Laurie. Bit of a bit of a similar sort of similar reason to Levine. Obviously, he's not going to be Levine's going to be the number one. So, I if I'm weighing it up between the two, yeah, I'm taking Zach Levine yeah. uh, as being the first time All Star. But I'm going to be a little bit different. I'm going Laurie Markkinen. Sure, um, he didn't play a lot last season. Uh, very impressed from what I did see, mm-hmm. and I think he's just going to carry on that form and. Who knows? Who knows? This is the smoky. I like it. This is why we do these things. Yep, it allows you to be dumb. Um, we've got plenty of guys, and we'll go through some of them. Um, Nick, go back to the other tweet, please. This one? Yep. Yes. Right. So, uh, Will Jackson had Rudy Gobert uh, as a first-time All-Star. Keep scrolling down, my friend. Oh, yep, yep. Thank you, sir. Uh, Matt Esposito had Jason Tatum. We had Jordan, just with a spice, which means spicy pea. Spicy. Uh, Crescent City Connect had Trey Young. I had Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Nigel Roxbury had Siakam, Doncic, Young, and Mitchell. Uh <laughs> Lord Bone Splitter had Chetty Osman. Chetty Osman. Long live the last Chetty, the last Cheddar. 
Uh, the Daily Wolves had Luca Dar- D- Don. Uh, had uh, Pascal Siakam. Travis Lincoln Cox had a Rudy Duty Gobert. Uh, Jallo um, Mi- Miyazaki. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, uh, had sure. Siakam over Luca because it's easy to get in the East. Very good point with that one. Jack Wheeler had Pascal as well for the same reasons. Uh, Edward McKinnon had Mike Conley for the East. I think if it's uh, for the West, sorry. Um, which is an interesting one. Um, Trail Luca for Ryan Field. Simon Dolan just wrote East for some reason. Don't know what that means. Uh, and Rebecca Jones said, please let it be Donovan. I'm sure we're all hoping that as well. And then Manny G for Luca. Thank you for everyone for. Make sure you're following at OG Basketball on Twitter mm. as well because I'm posting a little bit here and there too. That's right. Um, I, I, I don't mind the Rudy, Rudy Gobert uh, picks. Um, I think in terms of a, I guess, a center. He's never, like, it's surprising to think that Rudy Gobert has never made a um, all-star game, given that he's, what, two-time two times defensive player of the year? Um, I don't do defense. And, and it's, yeah, defense doesn't get you doesn't get you shit in this league, yeah. which is really unfortunate. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, my, my smoky Larry Markin, and I'm sort of convincing myself otherwise every time I say it now. But, well, <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, player we're most excited to watch this season. It's a pretty simple one for me. It's Kyrie Irving. And then the guy I spoke about earlier, Carl Anthony Towns. I don't really need to provide any reasons, but who have you got, my friend? If I'm going from a Wizards perspective, it's uh, Rui Hachimura. Yes! Uh, I am actually... I am guilty. Didn't watch a lot of Wizards last season. Um, because once we started playing badly, <laughs> Dwight Howard didn't do the thing, didn't reach the heights that I thought. The defensive player of the uh, Scott Brooks weirdly wasn't playing. Um, Sadoransky. We, tra- like, we lost Port. Like... It's just going bad. Yep. And I, I didn't watch it. But I'm going to... Admiral Schofield and Rui Hachimura. Honestly, it's weird. But I, like I, I am keen. Get around I'm keen. it. I'm keen to just be bad again. I remember when we used to be bad. Yeah, I remember Times when... Times were simpler. I remember when you, we used to be bad. I like being good a lot more. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but uh, my um, legitimate number one is Steph. Steph okay. being Steph. Steph was my favorite player uh, in those back-to-back MVP seasons. Yeah. Uh, Golden State lost their way a little bit when they, um, I mean... They didn't lose their way. I would say lost their way. They lost their identity, (laughs) Jack. They lost their identity. They went from the uh, most loved team in the NBA to the most hated. uh, And you guys will be the most hated now. Don't you dare hate my boy, Kevin Durant. (laughs) Uh, And that is specifically because of Kevin Durant. I am excited to see Steph just being the number one guy again. Oh, man, he is just a joy to watch. He made, he's the only person in NBA history in that season as well to make over 400 threes. It's... 400 threes, Nick. A player in... Like, I hope he makes five. He shoots threes. him at a good clip as oh, well. He's like, insane. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to him, him and D'Angelo because I'm obviously... Yeah. Um, like, I'm excited to watch the Golden State Warriors again. Like, I'm, this, I'm, this, yeah. is, this is good. Yeah, I'm a big D'Lo stan, obviously. But we get to the coaches most likely to be fired, Nicholas... Um, and you mentioned him a little bit earlier, uh, Frank Vogel for me. Anytime, I, thought, I, th- I I had to do a double take and actually Google that I had the right dude <laughs> because I'm like, why would Frank Vogel be fired when he's just been hired? Yeah, but uh, it's a LeBron. Exp- explain it. To it's me. a LeBron James team. Explain it to me. It's a LeBron James team. We saw David Blatt get re and then fired, and then Tyloo comes in, they win a championship. It just happens Not with... over one season, though. Black yeah. was there for multiple seasons. No. Before. Yeah, he wasn't hired that season, then halfway through the season... Well, okay, for one and a half seasons. That's what I mean. Yeah. So it's one and a half seasons. <laughs> no, but this is... This, this is, is just half a season. It's <laughs> Lakers land, Nicholas. Oh, man. Um, it might be dumb to you. It might be in the dumb predictions. 
But you know, Jason Kidd, Kittlefinger is hiding in the wings. He's wanting that's that. True. He, he's that's true. That's the only thing that sort of gives this validity. Is it's the the awkward nature of how Vogel was hired. Yeah. And the this sort of presence in the dark of Jason Kidd just lingering. Yeah, waiting. and Ty Lue was supposed to was the number one contender initially, and then he didn't get the contract that he deserved, and mm. they moved on to Frank Vogel. I think that they could be a, a very good team, the Lakers, and I like them defensively because I like Vogel as a defensive coach. Um, so I'm excited to see them on that end of the floor. But there's just so much kerfuffle that could happen when you're you know leading a LeBron James team. LeBron James is essentially the coach at the end of the day. He draws so much gravity. But you've picked someone, Nick, who's close to your heart, or maybe not. Yep, Brooks, get him out. See you later. Get out. <laughs> get out. Yeah, no, um, we're going to have another poor season. Um, and I think if the direction of the team is to trade Beal, then we need to bring in a coach who can rebuild the team. Develop him. Um, Develop brilliant Admiral. That being said, Brooks didn't even do well with a good squad. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, he was brought in to help the development of John Wall because of how he developed Russell Westbrook and, yep. and his sort of point guard relationships there. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I, I don't know. Um, he's, he's, we're not going to have a good season. I think Wizards fans have been calling for his head for a while. Yeah. Uh, him and, and um, good old, God, I can't even remember his name. Tommy Shepard's there now, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's right. It's a, it's a figment, figment of the past. That's yep. right. Um, but yeah, it's, He's my he's my pick to get he's my pick to get fired because we're not going to be good but it's predictably we're not going to be good and yep. it's yeah we'll have to wait and see but my smoky is Monty Williams because it's the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Suns like to fire their coaches uh, the Phoenix Suns will I, I'd love to I'd love to say the Phoenix Suns will be good but I think I've been saying that for like five seasons <laughs> now uh, it's time to let them go yeah. <laughs> just like Jack yeah there, there, there was room on that uh yep. there was room in that door Rose. There was lots of room. There was lots of room on that door, <laughs> and you killed Leo. How dare you? Um, I've never forgiven her for that. It's, Kate it's, Winslet. Yeah, that's it. I don't like her because of that. <laughs> I have a personal it was grudge the right of the actress. Blame James Cameron. <laughs> Cameron. Um, my Smokey is Fisdale. Well, they like to fire their coaches because in New York, New York as well. Because New York love to fire their coach. Um, if New York don't... I think the New York media puts a lot of pressure on their people, but I, I think that Fisdale might have the mental sort of fortitude and the yep. attitude to put up with a New York media. So um, I was a little bit hesitant to put this down. No, Nick, I like it because... It's... But yeah, if they if they do, if they are bad again, New Yorkers will just be... Oh, man. They'll be calling They'll for be his brutal. head. And they will it, be brutal. And I mean, it's, you know, his head's head isn't the one that needs to be chopped off. It's obviously James Dole. But it's funny because all, what is already happening in preseason times is the fact that we already see... David Fisdale isn't his head isn't being called for, but the players already have discontent with their roles within the team, with the eight million power forwards and getting their minutes. And we're talking about preseason minutes. So imagine the regular season and can Fisdale control that? We'll wait and see. I think like you said, he he has the cojones to do so. Uh, but we'll get to a more positive coach of the year pick, um, which is the coach of the year award. <laughs> More positive coach picks. Yes. In coach of the year. Who's going to be the best coach of the year, mate? For me, it's Quinn Snyder, the bloke you picked last year. That's a good pick. Utah have made some very savvy moves in the offseason. Their have. team is looking uh, straight fire. Um, Flames. Yes, that's right. They're going to have a tremendous regular season. Fire go. Um, 
Yes, <laughs> uh, and Quinn Snyder is a very sexy man. So that's, oh, man. it's just but he a looks, lot of reasons. He looks like to... if there was to be like a Wolf of Wall Street like sequel, he looks like he would be like a background actor in that. He just wears like very nice suits and he's a very slick man. He's very slick. Yeah. Very, he's slick, a very man. slick man. Similar to Kenny Atkinson, but Kenny Atkinson has his tie undone. So he's like he's always sort of like he's the disheveled. He's the slick man, but he's like he could be your mate. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, right. But we'll but when Nick, after Nick gets to his, we will get to your thoughts on the OTD basketball polls as well. Yes. Uh, so my pick is Brett Brown. Oh, people I are... foresee a massive season Brownie. for uh, Big Squared for Big yes, Baller. Big Squared. Uh, for Philadelphia, but how's your pajamas? Sticking with me, uh, with me Aussie brethren. In you are Brett a Brown. big Brett Brown fan. I I think the hate towards him has been a little bit harsh. Okay, um, there are obviously some um, some queries, I guess, about his Quadris. timeout quadri. Sure, um, <laughs> about his timeout plays. Uh, his actual in-game management. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think his man management. Uh, is what very sound. It is, it is. Um, yeah, and bad. I think you just, you know, the whole people like poking fun at his winning record. It's like, well, the Sixers were bad. <laughs> like, very bad. Don't look at his record when you're determining whether a coach is good. Yeah, I mean, you like, look... In this case. Don't yeah. look at in this case. And I mean, he could easily be a coach that could be fired as well, because if there's... It's a, it's, it's a weird two-pronged sort of thing, because yeah. yes, if the Sixers start similarly to what they did last season, yep. it's like, well... We're not seeing progression here. Yep. And they yep, they could move on. Yep. Nick, who did uh, the fans think in the polls? Who they who they have as the coach of the year? Keep scrolling down, my friend. Keep scrolling down. There we there go. There we go. So we had 80% with Doc Rivers. 21% had my pick in Brad Snyder. 16% had the Celtics coach so in pretty Stevens. Spread, pretty spread around there. But, the, then, but the field, mate. The field they took love the... the field. Uh, the 27 other ones. So that makes that makes some complete sense there. But our Smokies, Nicholas, who did you have for your Smoky Coach of the Year? Uh, my Smoky Coach of the Year, which is pretty smoky. It, this, I mean, this is, I mean, it's haze. There is no visibility. It's like a Snoop Dogg concert in the amount of smoke that there is around this take. Uh, like a Snoop Dogg. <laughs> it's a uh, very wide take in comparison that I just made. Uh, Luke Walton. I'm going Luke Walton. Okay, interesting. Interesting. I, Give me some reasons. I think the Kings might sneak in. I mean, we'll do this into a um, yep. in in the later when we discuss our the standings. standings. Yep. I think they might sneak into the West. Don't hate it. Dave Yang almost got them there. That might be enough. I. I Why mean, did no one call Dave Yeager Yeagerbomb? The Jägermeister. Jägermeister. Why did no one call him that? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, we need him back. In should the... we basketball reference him? <laughs> you reckon coaches have a basketball reference? Oh, page? look at our ball. You're talking about Luke Walton. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that the Kings are a, a sort of smoky chance to, sorry, <laughs> smoky chance to make the playoffs. There you go. Uh, and if they exceed expectations, there's no reason why Luke Walton can't take out that coach of the year. May like maybe like the the Kings would have to really overachieve for um for that for that to happen. But that's why he's the smoky pick, mate. Yep. I can see a realm where that does happen. And he, Luke he... Walton in LA land was a really good defensive coach. Mm. He exceeded the expectations. In terms of the cattle he had at his disposal, they exceeded their talent defensively because of a good system. He's a good system coach and he's obviously shown that with a good pedigree at Golden State where he first started with Steve Kerr. So I don't hate it. Don't hate it at all, but mm. I'm, I'm going with Eric Spolstra. And that's a good pick. That is a good pick. I yeah. almost stole that pick. Yeah. 
Uh, but just to, just for the sake of being different, I like I like the Spo pick. Yeah. Miami will be good this season. And I think Eric Spolsch was one of the most respected coaches in the league. Mm. Um, as a system coach, he there is you know he's almost unparalleled. He's in the the realms of maybe not in Greg Popovich, but he's just under that with guys like Doc Rivers. Um, he's an incredibly successful coach. He got what would extent- Miami have to do for Spo to win? I think they would have to finish top four. Mm, which I think okay. that they can. I I think that with Jimmy Butler having a star gives them an identity um, under Eric Spolstra that I think I think that this is this isn't that smoky. Now, if we're talking like Snoop Dogg concert, this is like you know a nice little smoky brisket. Like it's it's not it's oh, I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> um, it's like you know it's it's got that 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 sort of tinge of smokiness mm. to it. It's not like overbearing. It's not like you know oh man all this smoke is just like, it's way too much. Whereas yeah, well, Luke Walton's hanging out. I with, mean the Luke Walton buddy. I mean you can't see anything. He's it hanging is, out with Snoop Doggy Dizzle. You know there's there's way too, <laughs> there's way too much smoke happening there. But Eric Spolster, you know it's a nice little fine you know American barbecue restaurant happening in Miami. Mm. So I think that you know if the team were to succeed. Uh, a lot of the credit would go to an Eric Spolstra, and I think that he would finally get the kudos he deserves. I don't think he has a coach of the year to his name. I I believe so, anyway. Uh, but we will get to those six men of the year, the six, the six men of the year. Well, we're going to be talking about two players, so they're six men of the year. The six men of the year, the potential six men of the year. Who have you got? Uh, I have got. I mean, these are really interchangeable. My Smokey and my uh, definite pick. Yeah. Uh, so my definite pick. Lou Williams, can't go wrong. He's, it's the Lou Williams Award. Can't go wrong. It's the wrong. Jamal Crawford-Lou Williams Award. Yeah, that's right. It's the Crawford-Williams. Yeah. The Crilliams. The Crilliams. The, the Warford. That's, that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Lou Williams, I, ju- I just think um, Clippers are going to have a tremendous... Uh, certainly will. A tremendous... Season. Bench. And bench. They're going to have a tremendous bench. Depth. Uh, always have. And I think if, like, if we're going sixth team of the ward of the year award yes the it's, bench. The, it's the clippers a good bench yeah like the the best team with the best bench will yeah. be the los angeles clippers yeah and i think that the that's the nets could be in that realm as well which is why i had spencer dinwiddie win diddy yep i know you love calling him win diddy win diddy um and you know he is a starting caliber player he's proven as a starter before as has lou williams i think he'll be out there in crunch times um i think that he had a real case for it last year if he didn't get injured with that thumb um, so I'm a, your face looks very strange right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a big Spencer Dinwiddie yeah, fan. Big yawn. Um, You're boring I, me, mate. It's Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> no, Spencer Dinwiddie. No, I, I, I like that pick. I do like that pick. Um, the Nets will be a fighting force this year, and um, got a lot of things to be happy about, mate. I do. Congra- Congrats. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. My smoky is uh, none other than Derek Rose. Yeah, I was I was on the Derrick Rose six man last year. You were. Um, he probably could have. He probably was in there. That yeah, conversation. like, but it's sort of hard to argue with Lou Will. Yeah, of course. Um, but that's why I like this pick as a smoky. He he showed that he can be very productive last season. Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean, just throw us another fifty point performance, please, Rose. That was that was tremendous. Yep. Um, and I think because of his role within Detroit, mm. with you know Reggie Jackson there. Reggie Jackson could miss some games. Derek Rose will be forced to start. Yep. I think he's in the perfect position to do so. Yep. Um, whether the voters give him that credence, we'll wait and see. But I think Derek Rose as a smoky... With no, with no star point guard, he can sort of step up. He's not going to be starting. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But no star point guard, he can step up and be that sort of... Be the thing that he's born to be. Absolutely, Nicholas. With that inspirational take, we'll get to the most improved player. Who have you got? Um, 
Most improved, I alluded to this a little bit before. It did. Uh, Zach Levine. Zach Attack. So it'd be a little bit contradictory. I should go Laurie Markkinen to back up my uh, first time All-Star pick. Yeah. But I did say that, you know, Zach Levine was my was my uh, pick. And he, I, I think that he's, I mean, he started, he was averaging like 30 points a game throughout the first, like. Yeah, he was incredible. Was it like 30? It was we, a while. We it was had a while. Him. I remember we had him and we had it as a topic in the early points of season three. As you know, Zach Levine has the most improved award in the in the yeah. back. And then yeah, it was injury. He got in. Did he get injured? Last injury yeah. to an extent, but then also just lack a of production. Just a drop of and the ball as well, sucked. Yeah. And Jim Boylan and oh, everything. Just, yeah, they were yeah. doing push-ups too many times. That's right. Zach's my smoky pick alongside Lonzo Ball. Um, I think Lonzo Ball in a new situation with the a reform, the jump shot, and if he just throws like a million alley oops to Zion Williamson, that certainly helps too. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, the lack of pressure on. Um, in not being in the LA market. Never lost. Uh, never lost. Oh, fuck. It's so good. It's so good. Um, yeah, I, I really... Uh, I didn't put a Smokey because I love that that Lonzo Ball Smokey pick yeah. for... Um, I think I actually messed up. Improved. I think you said Larry Markman as your Smokey most improved, but I put him as your Smokey All-Star. Yeah. Doesn't I matter. mean, it doesn't matter. We've sort of changed that on the fly because yeah. I literally said, it's like, well... Makes sense. Zach Levine for um, Smokey or first-time All-Star, and he is definitely... If he's making the All-Star game... Yeah. He is taking out the most improved player. Yep. Um, he was certainly was in the conversation. I've got Jason Tatum mm-hmm. um, purely because he had a lull last season. And if he just does what he did in the first season, but more efficiently, I think that, you know, and he's going to have uh, plenty of Boston media watching him. You know, the Boston Celtics are obviously one of the storied franchises of the league. Mm-hmm. So I think Jason Tatum, and it always sort of tends to go to those third, fourth year players, you know, Pascal Siakam in his third year, you know, Giannis when he won it. So I think that, you know, the guys that we've sort of spoken about, Lonzo Ball, Jason Tatum, Zach Levine, you know, DeJounte Murray was on the list when I was looking at sportsbet.com.au. Uh, <laughs> said that pretty quickly. And I said it, you know, without sort of, you know, was it mumbling? It was sportsbet.com.au. Just, just not awesome. Yeah. It's very phonetic, very... Oh, phonetic word. Ooh, phonetic. Well done, son. Ooh. Well done, son. <laughs> so yeah, those are our most improved picks. Um, we had some most improved picks as well in the OTG polls. Nick, you need to make sure you are prepared when yep. you are controlling D- yep, definitely. the computer. We had 14% went with my pick of Jason Tatum. Another 14 went with DeJounte Murray. 13 went uh, with your pick of Zach Levine. And fifty nine percent with with Ziffield. Yeah, it's, it's sort of hard with these picks because like it's not a clear. No, it's not a clear cut. So the field not. is always got to take that little bit of. Uh... Speaking of the six men, we forgot to get to the polls. There, thirty three percent went with your pick and Lou Will. Thirty four percent went with my pick. Nine percent went with your Smokey in Montrez Harrell, and twenty four percent went with the other. But when did he taken out that poll, mate? I think you've got 1%. too many Brooklyn Buzz uh, followers on the uh, OTG network. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. It's a popular podcast, as is this one, as is, and it is a good one. But Nick, we will go to who will make the biggest splash on their new team and the safest pick in the world and the easiest pick in the world to say is Anthony Davis. We don't need to discuss it's it. So boring. Hey, <laughs> you got to be boring sometimes to be right, Nick. I'm yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I think Al Horford will have a tremendous Ooh, impact. I like this one, not so much a um, I guess a flashy impact. So like his impact won't be stated yeah. as much as it should be. Yeah. Because That's I th- Al Horford's career. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's got to have a low-key statement on this Sixers team. There's no Al Horford to destroy the Sixers now. Correct. It is. He is on the Sixers, unless yes. he internally destroys them. Ooh. Oh, boy. Conspiracies. Um, <laughs> Brad Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you look at that, you look at that Sixers team. They're, they're a big team. 
Oh, man. They're big. Oh, boy. They're large men. They're just so well endowed. Yes. <laughs> with height. Uh, with height. With height. <laughs> with, with height. And penises. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Al Horford's going to make a... Yeah, make that team... Significantly. Significantly better. Yeah, yeah I like 100%. it. 100%. Uh, my Smokey... Because I love him, yeah. Sadoransky, why not? Love Sasado. He's, he's starting. He's gonna get he's gonna get game time with the Bulls. Yeah. And I might watch the Bulls this season. You're missing you're gonna miss Sato. We got Porter and Sato. I mean, they're the they're the new wizards. Yeah. The Bulls Chicago are the new wizards. wizards. Yeah. You get, you're missing those guys a little bit? You miss Sato at all? Uh I I mean it hasn't been long for Sato. When we get into the season, yeah. be like the nostalgia man, will kick in. Yeah. It's yeah. like, man, we, we, we could really use Sato right now. Yeah. It's just in that point guard spot. Yeah. Uh, I don't really miss Otto. Um, Otto, uh, anyway, this, is, this isn't about... This isn't about... Nick, that, but... we want to hear your wizard's take. That's part of the podcast. Ah, uh, okay. I don't, really miss, I don't really miss Otto. I think he wasn't as productive as I would have liked him to be. He You're welcome. To, he seemed a little bit hesitant. Yeah, you prick. <laughs> uh. I'm not sure, Mark. So he is Kiwi. He is. He's because, is, he, is he? Yeah, Sean Marks is Kiwi. Oh, so like, if, you, if you hear him speak, a lot of people are surprised. Um, and I have called Sean Marks a wizard before, so... <laughs> yeah, you offering Porter that max sort yeah. of forced Extension. our hands. Um, we did that with Tyler Johnson as well. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's, he's, he's gone now. Hopefully he can be a... A, a much more productive player. Hopefully, he gets a little bit more confident. I think confidence is a big thing for him. He was good he with just, the Bulls. He just lacks. He just lacked that little bit of confidence at you, the Wizards. Because you said you didn't watch much of the Bulls, but when I did watch them, he looked good. Like he looked like the piece he, he was can, supposed to he be. He can look like the the best player in the in the the best three point shooter in the league. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got he's the perfect prototypical three and D wing that the league so covetly so. So coverly? Coveted? Coveted? That is... It, it, coveted is the word, yes. but I'm trying to use it in a sense. That is so sortly coveted. Ooh, There bang. we go. Got it out there. Defensive Player of the Year. Hit that link for me, mate, because we had some people jumping in on Facebook, giving us some of their picks. We have a Facebook page, guys. We do have a Facebook Dad page, Thousands of people apparently like us. I don't know why and uh, how. <laughs> but we had... Uh, Callum Vaughan had AD, and we had Ben Britton had Harden or Westbrook. Ha, 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 ha. Very funny, Mr. Britton. Um... But, you know, James Hunt, good post defender. <laughs> Tillman Fratina thinks he's the best defender in the league. We spoke about that on the pod. Um, for me, it is Joel Embiid. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a, it's a, a pretty good pick. I'm, I'm going it as well. It's, it's safe, though, pick. Nick. You it don't like safe. the safe ones. But that's what I mean. We've got Smokies, mate. Safe fun is good fun. We've got Smokies. And my Smokie, yeah. in typical Nick fashion, is extremely smoky. It's 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 the Snoop Dogg concert all over again. It's... <laughs> It's, you know, Snoop Dogg's doing like a tour and he's doing two shows uh, in Nick's bedroom. But I, th- I think um, AD, like if we, if we both took it bead, but I think AD might have a um, did we a place s- in that. Did we speak about it on the pod or did I have it in my notes about him wanting to be Defensive Player of the Year? can't remember. I think we did speak about it on the pod last week. Or yeah, week and, and I think Frank Vogel as well, sort of as a coach, can get the most out of him. AD has said he wants to be Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, year. he's saying all the right things, mate, but I've fallen into that trap before. You have with Terry Rozier. Yep. Yes, <laughs> you fall into the trap of like they say all the they, it's it's like a like dating a guy in high in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say all the right things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just beat you up afterwards. Yep. Maybe just, not that, that. I mean, it's not to that extent. No, but it's like they just let you down. Yeah. Because they, I'm sure they believe what it's, they say. Nick, I've, I think I've made this comparison before. It's it's the bare minimum boyfriends, the guys that'll say a lot 
and then just like do just enough to like just string you along mm. and that's the bare minimum girlfriends as well like our, our lady friends aren't all they're cracked I mean, up to be as well gender but, fluid bare minimum gender fluids yeah they're, they're just they're all men they're women all we all suck <laughs> Why not? Let's just all turn into dogs. Uh, so yeah, you your smoky pick was <sighs> Andre Robertson. Oh wow! He, when the only thing you have to offer is defense, true. You have to be pretty damn good at defense. True, true. <laughs> that is very and true. He is. Uh, he was on par with the defensive player of the year before he took that tremendously bad injury. Yeah, um, he was out all the last season essentially. Yeah. Uh so, you know, that didn't that didn't go well for him. No, it did but not. But I think if you if you identify OKC this year with anything, I think it'll be defense. Okay, interesting. Chris Paul, Stephen Adams. Yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah, de- de- defense will be their identity and I think Andre Robertson will be the uh, catalyst for I that. I like change. it. I like it. Um so I picked a I thought of some of the best defensive teams and I tried to think outside the square, mm-hmm. outside the box outside the cube, outside all of the parallelograms that I can think the of. The Tesseract. What's a Tesseract? It's like a, it's a 4D, it's a 4D image. 4D? Yeah, 4D. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's next, next. Shrek 4D. Yeah, that's right. Remember that Shrek 4D thing? That was fun. And we had the donkey roasting us. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because we were, we were, he called us like frat boys and stuff. Yeah, that's he, it. Kieran, it's like Kieran in a push-pull situation. <laughs> a push-pull situation. <laughs> so, and, and funnily enough, we were in Los Angeles then, and uh, I'm picking a Los Angeles player for the Clippers, uh, Patrick Beverly, because... Bev, um, in in a similar way to Robertson, gets his living off defense, but he can do some offensive things too. He can, too. Well, he can hit some sure. threes. Um, he defended KD, and he did a nice job for the most part. He's a he's, a, he's the guy who you hate crack. to be against. Yeah, you'd hate to play against him, but you love him. But you team. love him on your team, and that's why I picked him. Nick, we'll get to the big award. Uh, in fact, well, no, we've got to go to the polls. We keep forgetting to go to the polls. Oh, we've got to go to the polls. You're controlling things, Nick. You need to get we've me to, go the, to polls. the polls. That's the coach of the year. That's, That's the coach one. of the year. Where, where De- are we? Defensive player of the defensive year. Defensive player of the year. Rudy Gobert, to back it up as a three-time defensive player of the year, it's 31%, 26% had my boy and your boy in Joel, in Joel Embiid, and then 70% had Davis, and 26% had the field. I think that's that's fair. I mean, that's fair. I, I feel like those a lot of those others will be Giannis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Giannis taking out that award. Andre uh, Robeson. Maybe Andre Robeson. You <laughs> never know. Pa- maybe Patrick maybe Pat Bev. Bev, you know. Um, maybe I like your, I like your Smokey more than my Smokey. Yeah. But because your Smokies are so good, it's sort of hard for me to <laughs> come up with a good Smokey. That's so. because I do. I prepare for this podcast and you'll just wait for my answers. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's a good answer. I could do that too, you bum. <laughs> MVP. <laughs> Click on the photo for me, Nick. Let's hear some of our fan votes for the MVP. Uh, well, no, we don't need to do the poll yet, mate. We Wait, what, what, what did you say? I said click on the Facebook photo because we've oh, done it on one. Facebook yeah, as okay, well. Right, yeah. And we had a couple of comments on Facebook. I had some you know, some people. I'm good no at No one actually commented. <laughs> oh, no, there's one comment. Click on uh, most relevant and change it to all all comments. We have one comment. Uh, Ken BK Jenkins the third. The third? Who's Ken? <laughs> Who's Kenny? I'm... Big fan, mate. And a very solid pick in Giannis Antetokounmpo as well. Taking out back-to-back MVPs, uh, definitely possible. I think his favourite at Sportsbet. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not as good as you. Sportsbet. Oh, fuck. Now you got me. <laughs> Yo. Sportsbet.com.au. There we go. Ooh, it's it's nice. about the .com.au because it's Sportsbet's easy. Sportsbet. Yeah. Sportsbet.com.au. See? Yeah. Oh, no, I, you, that, I got it. That was it, man. That was it. Yeah, why should you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I... I Definitely uh, ad- appreciate the the pick from yep, uh, Kenny from Kenny there. Advocated as well. Yep. Um, but I am definitely not going in that direction. You're not. What direction are you going in? 
A James Harden. The bearded direction. The James Harden, again, I don't think they're going to have the start that they had last season, which is what a lot of people were... Um, they were sort of, they, yeah, they were holding it against him, giving Giannis those votes because of the, the poor season, they poor start they had. Giannis will keep... Sorry. Harden will keep doing what he does. He's going to perfect that one hit, that one legged shot. Nick, he's going to hit at least one a game. Oh, Eighty two. Shut up. Three. Shut up. Like that. Shut again. up. I hate you. Um, and with Russell Westbrook, I might actually like Russell Westbrook now that he's playing yeah. on the Rockets. Who knows? Yep. Um, playing in that, in hopefully a lesser role next to Harden. Yep. Uh, I I think he can back up the season that he had last season. That's a big call. And. If you, you can't average the amount. This is what, this is what I mean. You can't average the amount of points yep. that he averaged last season, and not win. No, and not win MVP. That's yeah, it, I mean because pick. Giannis was just so damn effective, and the Bucks were just so damn good. The reason why I worry for the Houston Rockets and James Harden's case as an MVP, despite the fact that he clearly wants it and he has wanted it for a very, very long time. Is the fact that I don't think the Houston Rockets are going to be as good as a lot of people, as some people think. You're all mildly higher on it, and we are going to get to our standings very, very soon. Mm. Um, I just think that Tillman Frittata, Frittata, Kabacha. Frittata de Patata. Yeah, um, I just don't like him. Uh, I think Mike D'Antoni, uh, in, as an expiring contract in, in the league as a coach, is, is a weird sort of situation. Gerald Green's injured now. Um, uh, who else got injured? Another wing got injured for them. I can't remember who it was. Oh, Austin Rivers could be out. So their depth is lacking. Um, and I think that you know, if you're relying on James Harden, he he pro- he proved it. And Pe- people were saying that uh, Harden, that the Rockets were going to dip significantly um, with when they lost Ariza. Barmute. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I guess at the start of the season they did, but I I credit that more to Carmelo Anthony than anything. Yes. But then yes, their second, yes, yes. like it wasn't even half. It was like three quarters. Yeah. The second three quarters of the season was insane. Yeah, they were in- Harden just just. Oh man, they're incredible. A joy to watch. Incredible. Um, I think he's a joy to watch. Obviously, that's not uh, the popular opinion. Not. Uh, it's it's, oh, it's 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 mildly popular opinion. Yeah. It's, it's the lemon and herb opinion. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's not my opinion. I I, I enjoy I know, a lot of people. It's an acquired taste. Pe- people don't like James Harden. That's it's going to be because I, I think uh, I am going to be over in, in America and the Nets will be versing the Rockets and I hopefully I can get tickets. It'll be interesting to see it in person. I'll have to, you know, regale it back to you when we do uh, a pod while I'm over there as well. We've done that many pods while I've been in America anyway. Mm. Uh, I've got to remember to bring my mic this time because I just brought headphones last time. But well, who's your pick for uh, MVP, mate? I've got Steph. Bang. I think I revealed it on last week's pod. I revealed it earlier in this week's pod. Um, Nick, for all the reasons you described as, as him, as he, as your favorite player. Mm-hmm. If we get Steph as a version of James Harden in terms of the offense running around him like it used to be, then there is no more dominant force, offensive force, than Stephen Curry, in my eyes. He is otherworldly in his shooting, in the gravity that he draws. He's a stud. He, I remember when we talked about that 40-point performance in the preseason, and mm-hmm. he broke his own record. I mean, he bro- he's gonna be he might break some of his own records again this season with the three pointers and such with Clay Thompson now. Um, obviously, how things work with D'Angelo could affect that. Uh, and I think the number one thing for me is health for Stephen Curry could prevent him. Well, that that's that's why he's not my pick. Yeah, that's fair. I think that if you if play, you can, if you can play, uh, if you can play like seventy plus games, yeah, then, I I, then he would be. He would be mine. Yeah, I was going to say a high 60s. So like 68 oh, plus. I still think that's a little low. It depends on how strong the... How how contested this MVP race is. And it could be very hotly contested. Um, and if you know he were to lead the Golden State Warriors to a top... If they were to get a home court advantage 
then there would yeah, exceed geez. expectations with the depth and you know, Alfonso McKinney going and, and, and the rest. But your smoky pick, which again, this is more the, the barbecue brisket smokiness for yeah, you. This is this is a mild smoky. Yeah. This is a mild smoky. Um, Jokic. Yeah. Uh, as low as I am on the Denver Nuggets. Denver? I do, I do like, I do like Jokic. Yeah. And I think the hype, and this is the big thing, the storyline around Jokic is yeah. there uh, so that he can take out that MVP if they have another, if they have another very successful regular season, uh, Denver. And there's, there's no reason why, I mean, Jokic looked great in the bloody World Cup as well. Like, yeah, uh, for the most part, he there's was... no reason why he can't take out this MVP award. Yeah, I think that he's yeah, not smoky at all. And I probably should have prevented you from having him as a smoky pick. My smoky pick is Kyrie Irving uh, because I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. And I did an article for him on OGDBasketball.com. And I think that um, I spoke about the fact that with MVP, it is all about narrative. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie Irving will have the perfect narrative if he were to have an outstanding season. He is one of the most talented players in the league and watching him in the preseason affair. It's pretty awesome to see him in a Brooklyn Nets uniform. Hopefully I get to see him in person sooner rather than later when I head over there next week. But um, he has a case in terms of narrative-wise. For sure. If he For can sure. drag the Nets to a seed where you think that they will finish, then I think he's every chance to, to get an MVP. And his odds are very long, which are, was a little bit surprising because you just look at who the number one guys are on each team and you look at their case as well. You know, if the Nets well, are to exceed expectations to win 50 games plus, then... Well, I'm not sure that the betting agencies are p- like putting you guys at 50 plus games. Sportsbet.com.au might. Surely not. Didn't I mean, get. maybe. Well, m- my, my favourite Nick uh, thinks that we will win 50 games next season. I was a bit mm. lower on the Nets. I thought we'd win about 46. So I guess that means we should get to the all-important standings. That's right. The and Eastern Conference, the Eastern Conference standings, we'll conference go, finals. We'll number four and four. Is that what yep, you want yep. to do? Yeah. So we'll we'll yep. Who's taking home court advantage in the, uh, in, in the East? And so my top four, Nicholas, is Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Toronto, and Boston. So you put Toronto quite high. I I watched them yesterday against my Brooklyn Nets, and they are still incredible defensively, which I think matters. And I think they have continuity within their roster. And I think that when we saw them without Kawhi Leonard the last season. And um, they were incredibly successful still. You know, obviously, rotation pieces like Stanley Johnson, Patrick McCall, Rondo Hollis-Jefferson could affect things. But I think the continuity within the roster, and I think Pascal Siakam will take a jump as well. I don't know how big that jump will be. If It has to be relatively big for them to finish third. Um, I think a lot of people have Boston as, as the third seed. Funnily enough, you didn't either. Um, and yeah, I think that Boston will ran at the top four because I think that they're incredibly well coached and they've got enough pieces there and their young talent is is pretty awesome. And Milwaukee and Philadelphia, for obvious reasons. Yeah, I, thought- I have Milwaukee over Philadelphia because I think there's less to figure out. But I think Philadelphia have a higher ceiling. I think for their sure, ceiling is... Sure. Because they're all so damn tall... <laughs> they're gonna have to like get those like skylight ceilings. That's right. Like they're gonna have they have to, have to rebuild their entire training facility Essentially. to f- make sure that everyone fits through those doors yep. and those ceilings are yep. high enough. Imagine if um, they had Bobon on their team. Oh, they God. had Bobon on their team. Did they? I think they had him last season, didn't they? When they traded um I think he, you're right, yeah. I think and he, he was on there for a yeah, period and then right. he yeah. left Toby, which was disappointing. Toby and Toby. Yeah. yeah top yeah, four Nick. Right. Yep. Uh my top four, Philly, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. Oh Brooklyn Brooklyn. Boston. Um I think the Kyrie trade is going to be tremendous for both teams in that they got rid of the problem in Boston and yeah. I don't think he's going to be the same nearly the same sort of problem. level of dick um <laughs> at uh, at Bos- at Brooklyn uh obviously coming back to his hometown he's obviously learned a lot of things yeah. uh being that number one guy in Boston and how he's supposed to do it 
think he's matured quite a lot. Uh, and I think it's going to be the best of both worlds for Brooklyn and Boston. But a better um, world for Brooklyn. But a better, Brooklyn are going to take the league by storm. Wowee. Maybe I'm excited, mate. I'm, ex- think, I'm excited for Brooklyn. I'm excited a, for you. Thank you, sir. Um, it's going to be a co-host. I think I'm going to get kicked off the Brooklyn bus <laughs> if Nick hears this. But then Philly taking the top. Brett Brown's going to win Coach of the Year. I alluded that, to that before. You did. You uh, did. Ben Simmons is going to take that leap. Yep. All of those things that I've mentioned, just like a story. It all of the things I've... I've mentioned are going to result in Philly taking the number one spot. I don't mind it. I have every faith in the world. How many games do you reckon they'll win if, if they finish with the top seed? Like you, the West, I- the West, sorry, the East top is going to look a lot more flattering than the West top. Of course it will. Um, 60 mm. games, I think, was the Milwaukee Bucks last season. Yeah, I, I, th- I think 60. Okay. I think 60. I'm... I don't want to say over sixty because yeah. sixty-two, like that's a lot. That's a lot of wins. That's a lot of games. I think that's. I think Denver got close to that. Yeah, that's, something like that. It's oh, a no, lot. It's a lot. I'm idling around fifty-nine to yeah. sixty. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Uh, our bottom four, Nicholas. So my bottom four are the Brooklyn Nets at fifth, Miami sixth, Indiana at seventh, and the Orlando Magic at eighth. I couldn't fit in any of those teams like the Chicago Bulls, the Atlanta Hawks. I dropped out the Detroit Pistons purely mm. because Miami have to be in there. Yep. And by that virtue alone, I'm not necessarily confident. But do in Orlando their... have to be there? They don't. No, they don't have to be. But I think that there's enough there for them to be a good regular season team and to have enough depth that I think that they're going to be okay. Whereas I don't think there is a, a variables of health for me is what I worry about a lot with Detroit. And the fact that they have so many health concerns is what really really worries me um you know Blake Griffin always misses games you know he had some really bad mm. injury concerns at the latter point of the season Reggie Jackson is never healthy Derek Rose is somewhat healthy now these <laughs> I mean days. these days Andre yeah. Jumman is, is actually funnily enough quite durable mm. but you know for me you know they're gonna be relying on Blake and if Blake is healthy for 65 games 70 games I'll probably be eating my words but at this point in time I'm more confident in the depth and coaching of, of an Orlando Magic team but there are a lot of guys that are really high on the Orlando Magic and sort of have them like finishing third and fourth. Uh, I'm not as high on the Orlando Magic there. And who knows, Markel Fultz could do some things for them too. So yeah, for mm-hmm. me, Detroit just have a, a lot of variables, health being the main thing. And I think health matters the most in, in terms of anything you can sort of speak about. And it's the hardest to predict. So that's why I've gone with Detroit missing the, the eighth spot. Fair enough. I um, don't, hate, don't hate those last four picks. I had very similar... Um, obviously, you had Brooklyn fifth. So I had them in my top four. So my bottom four are or bottom four of the eight. Uh, Brooklyn, sorry, Miami. I'm reading yours. Miami, Toronto. I'm obviously pretty low on Toronto. Um, Indiana and Detroit. Um, I've put Detroit in there because the, the problems that you Blake, but I think they're support. I think they've got a decent supporting cast like around them, like Luke in, Canard, in, in, Morris, Mar- Mark Keefe. Obviously, I'm, I'm, Keefe, I'm pretty. Yeah. I saw a lot of Keefe at um, have. at the Wizards. Wizards. Yep. Um, I think Thon is due. God, he has to be. Come on, Thon. Come on, Thon. Thon McCurr. We want him. We want big things. Like for Luke, Luke Kennard, uh Derek Rose will be will be good. They've all, they've got um, uh, ISO. Yeah, I said, but like, I'm not sure if I said Joe's going to make it because he's sort of battling it out for that last sort of spot. Mm. We'll wait and see about that one. Don't, Demo- never, never, never underestimate the ISO Joe. Of course not. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the, it, it's Blake. It is Blake, and if yeah. if Blake suffers another 
another injury, then it's it's going to be tough for them to make the eight, yeah. um, to make that eight. But if uh, if they can stay healthy, then they can definitely they can definitely squeeze in. Yeah, definitely squeeze in. And the East is is weak. Yeah. So I've got Detroit taking out that last spot. Toronto, I don't think will be nearly the fighting force that they were last year. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, so I've put them quite low because a lot of teams have improved. Obviously, Brooklyn have improved. Philly have improved. Boston have improved. Miami have Boston improved. Haven't necessarily improved defensively. They, they have improved by getting rid of. Um, but they lost Al Horford uh, as well. Your yeah, that's true. That's true. They guy. did, but they lost. Um, they they lost. They're putting a lot of faith in their rookies. Yeah, yeah. And the young oh, guys. young guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's what I love about them. Fair uh, obviously, well coached. I think they're going to be yeah. And we both have Milwaukee and Philadelphia in the finals. Yeah. I have Mil- Milwaukee winning. You have Philadelphia winning. Philadelphia We've spoken winning. about this yep. at length. I I back Giannis. Blah blah blah. It'll be an awesome finals. And I think Philadelphia have the the cattle to obviously counter Giannis. So that's mm-hmm. likely what happens. Barring health, before we do get to the Western Conference standings, if you were to take out. Orlando, like your eighth team, so I would have take out Orlando. You mm-hmm. would have take out Detroit. Who would be your next team? Would it be Atlanta, Chicago? Would it be for me? Like you know, would it be Detroit for me, or would it be Orlando for you? Who are you most confident in? The Washington Nash. <laughs> no, let's 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 dumb predictions. We did that like in minute four. No, I I like the, I'd like Atlanta. I like I like their spunk. I like um yes, right. that's right. I, I like love the- their spunk. <laughs> um, Kevin Herter. Uh, and the other guy, John the main Collins. guy, Trey Young, Trey Young, yeah, uh, and John Collins as well. Like they, they've got a good young team. They might, they might surprise. Saw a bit of Jabari Parker, Nick. What did you think of him? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I was again, I was high on Jabari, yeah. and now I'm just no. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm on the Bulls bandwagon for me. Uh, oh yeah, Bulls. Yeah, I would. Bulls. If I was to take out Orlando, I would replace them with the Chicago Bulls for, for a sure. lot of the reasons you've spoken about. You know. Big on the Zach attack, big on Larry. I'm big on their, what they're, how they're playing basketball mm-hmm. now. Jim Boylan is actually letting them play to their stylistic capabilities rather than making them do push-ups for two hours after yep, yep. after practice. Um, so I'm high on them. I like uh, the addition of Thaddeus Young. I think it falls off pretty quickly, though. Yeah, it could. Like, if, if we're taking out those eighth teams, I like, we say these teams, but I wouldn't... I wouldn't... I wouldn't uh, substitute Orlando with Chicago. It wouldn't be an easy... It wouldn't be an easy pick for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I wouldn't. I would say Chicago are definitely not making the playoffs. I, I, I'm not confident in saying that. I'm. I would say eight to ten is going to be very close. So Orlando, uh, even de- in the East, do you reckon? For me, yeah. And Ooh. like, I, I think, reckon it falls off after nine. I, I think eight, nine, and ten is going to be very close. So for me, it is Orlando, Detroit, and Chicago. Those eight, nine, and ten for me. Um, and I think you know I've, I've made my reasons known about Chicago. I like what they add. I like Sato. I like your boy Sato. I like Otto Porter. I like a lot of the pieces that they have, and I like I mean, the young Z- talent. Zachy, Zachy boy makes that all star team, mm-hmm. and I guess uh, well, you know. There we go. So for you, you said Atlanta. So I guess we'll go to the West, my friend. Mm. Am I going first? You go first. Denver. Denver. With the first seed. Uh, at the second seed, I had the Utah Jazz. I had third, the Los Angeles Clippers. And I had fourth, the team you said could have missed the playoffs with the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, yes, well, you'll, you'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you my picks and then uh, that'll be as crazy uh, as you like. Uh, Clippers taking out the number one spot, Utah second, uh, Lakers third. Right. Houston fourth. Houston. Houston, 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 Houston. getting that home court advantage in the first Not round. Not a fan of Houston. Um, again, this sort of backs up my MVP. If I if I think James Harden is going to be as good as he as I think he will be, then yeah. Houston will finish fourth. Yeah, uh, they'll finish above Denver, which I'm notoriously not high on because yep. Denver will finish fifth. Fair enough. Fair in my predictions. 
Fair enough. But in terms of that top four, mm. you're obviously very low on Denver. What yep. is it about your lowness? I don't know. I don't know. I watch Denver and <laughs> it's like if I didn't have the scoreboard there, yeah. I would either have think I would either I would either think that it's a close game or they've lost the game. They're just it's like they they score points, but it's not impressive. It's it's a weird hate relation. It's not even love hate. It's just hate. It's a hate relationship yeah, with you Denver. Denver, and I watch them, and I'm like, they don't look impressive, right? But they win games. They do. They and, win a lot of them. That's what I. This is what I mean. I can't shake this. Not thing. a Mike Malone fan. No, definitely. Okay. I and it stems from that. I don't think they finish first. I need a. The more I say it, the stupider I sound. Because it's like, I don't like Malone, but they finished first last year. I yeah. don't like Jokic, but he was like... I mean, sorry. I, I do like Jokic, but I don't like the team as a whole. But then they finished... They, they got 60, they almost went 60 the games last year. And like, they're a good team, but they don't look impressive. <laughs> it's it's so weird. Fair enough, my and friend. And I want this take to... I want the, I want the world to see it. I just yep. want the world... <laughs> We'll yeah. say maybe Denver missed out on that top four. We'll Not to... really this passionate about the because de- like I wish them I wish them good fortune, but that's, I watch the, it's it's an aesthetic thing. Fair I enough. watch them and I don't think they look impressive. Personal aesthetics are what, what basketball is all about, you know, when it comes it's, to analytics and the eye test. It's strange. At uh, my bottom four, I had fifth the Houston Rockets. I had sixth. I'm actually going to change this, Nicholas. I'm going to go with the same as you. I'm going to have the Golden State Warriors at sixth. I'm going to have the Portland Trailblazers at seventh. And I'm going to have the San Antonio Spurs at eighth. Very nice. Yes. Uh, it's sort of hard to take out the Portland Trailblazers and San Antonio Spurs. Can't. But I did yep. in classic Nick fashion because of my smoky pick. This is my smoky pick for coach of the year yep. was Luke Walton. And I can only justify saying that if Sacramento Kings make the playoffs. Essentially. So I've gone Denver fifth. Uh, Golden State Warriors, then Portland. It was this flip of the coin between Portland and San Antonio. I think I, I have a lot more faith in Portland to make the playoffs than I do San Antonio. Yeah. And bringing the Kings there, Co- Walton for Coach of the Year the, the, as a Smokey. Does the Buddy Hield situation worry you at all? You know, he's he seems to be in very, very unhappy that he hasn't been extended yet. He wants sure. that money. Yeah. He wants money. And he's literally come out and said, he's like, look, if they don't want Will me... Will this not be a, a motivator to perform? Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, he could be a selfish motivator. He could be like, sure. look, give me the money, man. Or like, yeah. I'm not going to play. Or I'm not going to play, yeah. yeah well, but Jaron Fox is where the uh, is where the stock is. Bogdan. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Bogey, bogey. Bogey, bogey. Um, yeah, they've, they've, they've got a good team. Yeah, and they've got some depth. You know, they added guys like Corey Joseph. They added guys like Dwayne Dedman. These sort of guys, I don't like the contract. In fact, they've even said themselves, you know, in a Bleach Report notification that I got that they regret giving Harrison Barnes four years, 84. Oh, I mean, eight. shit, who saw that coming? Yeah, I mean, it's just a dump. Like, if, if, if the, the whole situation with Buddy Hield wouldn't be a thing if they didn't give that contract in the first place. Mm. They just give out money like it's, you know, nothing. I, I, can I have a four years, $80 million contract, Sacramento? I'm a kind of tall guy who can maybe hit a three and maybe play some defense. Maybe. Maybe being the keyword. Yeah. It's not It's not set, but maybe. Um, so, yeah, I think then if we, we'll go back to that sort of take when we were doing with the uh, Eastern Conference. As the team to replace your Sacramento, your sort of like, you know, 9-10 sort of team, I flipped literally this morning and put the San Antonio Spurs in for the New Orleans Pelicans. I had the Pelicans at 8th originally, because of Zion, because of everything else, because you know I'm 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 on the Pelicans bandwagon. I'm, I like Gentry as yep. a coach. 
I like how they're going to play. I like their mix. I like that favors. I like Redick. You know, I like the Duke connection, everything that's happening there. JJ's never missed the playoffs. He's never. 13. So, that, I mean, get him in. Get yeah, him in. Maybe we should be changing these sort of picks. <laughs> so, I mean, in that sort of, how would you sort of, if you were to go 9, 10, 11, 12, or whatever you want to do, I would go, um, I would go New Orleans. I would go. Uh, Sacramento, I would go Dallas, and I would go Minnesota. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm still high I'm Minnesota. Pretty though. low on Minnesota. Minnesota low. would be low on that list. Yeah. Um, I'm high on them as well, but I'm I should... go. I'd be going San Antonio. Just they're just gonna miss. Yep. Then Dallas. Yep. Um, and then New Orleans. And then New Orleans. Ooh. New Orleans are still like as as you're, good as their core will be. I, you're bigger on the Luca and KP connection. Yes. Okay. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, why? Why? Because Luca's a Luca's a beast, and yep. KP. Is a bit like just the preseason, man. The, the, pre, the he hasn't looked amazing defensively. He's looked like you, what? Like there was there was that one thing where he blocked four times in a row. Yeah, I know, but not amazing. Def- that's it's highlight plays. Yes, if you're looking I know, overall, he, I know. And, and, and I mean that's what I, pro- I still think. I, I still think it'll that's be fair. Good. He was good defensively before he got injured. Defensive defense is. A mindset, it's effort, yeah. it's... I think it's it's body, and I think his body has to be right for him to be that dominant defensive force. Look at him, force. man. Look at him. Yeah, but I think basketball... Mass! At, yes. Yeah. He's put on mass! Yes, he has mass. He looks like uh, Arvin Drogo <laughs> yeah. from Rocky. Drago? Drago, whatever. Drago, Drogo um, is Carl. I mean, he's also very muscular. <laughs> he is, Jason Moma. Um, yeah, I, I think that one thing that Luca had last year that a lot of people... is just basketball athleticism and just basketball... Fitness, like he was just, he just knew how to play basketball. Same mm-hmm. with Nikola Jokic, whereas I think Chris Epps doesn't have that yet because he's missed so much basketball. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, those are our picks, guys. Those are all our predictions. Championship, championship prediction. Championship prediction. Uh, we'll go to the Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers as well. I think, I think that's the, that is the very popular pick. So is it an easy series against your, the, the Sixers and all for me, Milwaukee? Oh, I think it will be. I don't think Honestly, it will be. I, th- I think the Clippers will engage some sort of 20th gear. Um, there'll be there'll be fifth gear all all the way through the playoffs, and then it'll it'll just be it'll be big. It'll be big. Yeah, I had Utah uh, versus the Clippers in the finals. You had the two late uh, LA teams, which yeah. would be insane, and would for marketing purposes. I think the NBA would want your scenario. Oh, oh boy, a little they a little bit more. But Staples, there's just. They're going to have to add an extra 100,000 seats to that Staples yeah, Arena. <laughs> essentially, essentially. 90 minutes later, guys. Thank you very much for sticking around. And uh, Next week, we're going to have a new topic. You know, we'll change up the pot a little bit, the document. Yeah. Uh, but it is going to be slick. It's going to be awesome. Um, and, you know, subscribe on iTunes, do all that fun stuff, and listen to Nick when he does the outro. That's right. That just about does it for another week. Uh, new season, mate. New beginnings. Bang, bang. Uh, so we'd just like to say thank you for tuning in to Just Ball Things. Uh, as always, you can catch us on the Apple Podcasts, uh, on the, the Google Podcasts as well, yes. on the Blog Talk Radios. Yes, there's one of them. Um, not- I have not made any moves to put us on Spotify. Thank you, Nick. But I, I might. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, do us a solid, leave us a rating review, wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. Uh, five stars on Apple Pods, please. It helps us out a bunch. Uh, remember, it's you guys that make the show great, so we appreciate any and every post heading our way. So until next week, keep falling superstars. <laughs>